What's up, everybody? We back with another episode of Cree Education. I'm your host, Steph Weezy. I'm your boy, Day Day. You know it's me, El Plaga, and you already know what I do. Yes, sir. We getting straight into it, man. Today is a, uh, you know, it's a hard one. This uh, podcast is a hard one. Uh, I, I, I recently lost a really close friend of mine. Uh, the police slash feds, you know, gunned him down in Uptown Minneapolis. His name's Winston Smith, man. Very good friend of mine. And um, rest in peace, brother. Rest, rest in, in peace. peace, man. Let's get a, a little quick second, a moment of silence for him. Yes, sir, man. Weston, that was a quick one. Love you, Winston, man. Absolutely. You already know how we do it. We getting straight into it. He you know, want, he want it just like this, brother. Yeah. Going. So to, uh, today's episode, man. <clears throat> I want to. Uh, we gonna. I want to bounce back into trauma part two. You know, because it's it's something that, you know, so many people go through, mm -hmm. you know, and especially my boy Wentz, man, he was dealing with a lot of trauma. And I'm not sure if anybody follows me on uh, on Facebook or Instagram, but uh, I want to just tell you all quickly, like uh, I, I posted a video of of my boy Wentz. You know, I was I was like a big brother to him in a sense, because I always would like uh, encourage him. And, you know, I, I went off and seen a lot in life and I, I just seen a lot of him and me you know because we broke grew up in the same area the same neighborhood you know we was both out in the streets you know getting to it and uh but he always had that gift man he was one of those people that uh whenever you was around him he'll make you smile, you smile. Yeah. make you laugh like it'd be the worst situation you know but every time you know he just make me laugh and i always like it, we weren't around each other back then a lot but every time we we seen each other it'd be a quick little two minute conversation mm -hmm. but it was always nothing always but laughs nice. and i always told him like man i need you in these videos man i need you in these videos but um then and and you know that's the, just the type of person he was man just full of love and, and energy and life but you know growing up in the in the ghetto and in the community you know it's a lot of trauma around us and you know, a lot of cases and what he was dealing with was a, a, a case he had over his head. So he was dealing with a, a a gun charge that wasn't even on him. The gun wasn't even on him. It was just in the area and mm -hmm. the police pinned it on him. And um, pretty much what happened is, you know, he he didn't you know, he was like, man, that ain't mine, you know, and the, they charged him with it. So, you know, not going to doing the court stuff and, right. and everything like lawyering up and everything. He was just like, man, that ain't no way I'm doing that ain't mine. But, you know, when it all came down to it, they charged him. And he was he was looking at four years over his head. And uh, I had a video on my page, and pretty much what he was doing was he was talking about the whole case. So when anybody gets a chance, you know, I want y'all to see that video. And I'm definitely going to push it more and, and get it on outlets. So it's going to be out there. Do that. But it's on my, my Instagram right now, the Steph Weezy. And um, pretty much what he was saying, he was just explaining about the case. And he had a, uh, what's it called, like a prophecy about his death, like mm. he said, he's seen it coming. He's like, man, I feel like the police were gonna kill me. He always would talk like this, and I'm now wow. that I look back, like you know, and the trauma is so real. I look back at messages where we were going back and forth, <clears throat> and he was talking about it, like, man, I think these people are trying to kill me. But he would always like put smiles, and you know, me just now, now I'm looking at the messages in detail, like, wow, he was, he knew this was coming, and I was like, you know, on some. Like thinking he's playing about it, and I and I would always like I never take anybody as a joke, and he, you know, I'm like if you need to talk about it, let's talk about it. Come let's on now. what what can we do right now? You know what I'm saying? I'm like we we gaining so much momentum. Even worst case scenario, you got to go sit down for these years. Let's put out enough content. Let's make a movie. Let's make two movies. You know what I'm saying? The way we're doing these skits, we can make two. I was always just trying to find options where you know worst case that. scenario. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, he was he was literally, you know, like that he was venting to me, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and with the laughing emojis. And it's like, you know, that's something that I feel like people should pay more attention to. You know, I always gave him his flowers and I was always there. But his energy was so magnetic, like, bro. He's so magnetic that you couldn't tell that he was going through things. Anything, right. He got you know jokes what I'm saying? For days. Jokes for days. Jokes for days. He just loved like you get up more in it. Like, let's do the skits. He was it was to a point where he was getting it more than me. I've been in it for nine years. He just started doing this stuff with me for a year. Like on the serious side, me and him did like one or two skits throughout the year, but he never was serious, but he seen the light, you know, and this last year we was flooding him. We probably did about 50 million views alone, me and him. But um, <clears throat> I say all that to say this, like, you know, trauma is really real. And, and he was he was expressing himself because I was I told him, uh, like, you know, what I'm saying like, find your lane, find your niche. And he was doing something called car talk. And that's where I captured that video from. It was random. I just started scrolling through the videos because it's, it's kind of hard. What well, is hard for me to even look at the videos? I yeah. scrolled and I stopped on one. And that's and then I even scrolled to the middle of the video exactly when he said what he said about seeing the police kill somebody. And he was like, that was just the wrong way of thinking. And, you know, at the end of the video, he was saying, like, you know, this ain't this ain't this ain't how, you, you know, you have a purpose and you should, you know, figure that out and don't fall victim to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, All the absolutely. negativity. Well, what you did, what you did, not even to cut you off, but what you did is something that a lot of people need to take more heed, take more time, take more perspective and do. Because what you did by going through his videos, see, nowadays we live in the <clears throat> the social media age where we can go back and kind of uh, vicariously uh, relive that person's life. Yeah. And that's a process of mourning. Because mm -hmm. you had a deep relationship with bro. Yeah. And you took the time to 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 heal you by remembering him mm -hmm. in, in the best light and not so good yeah. light. All that you needed that to be able to process so you can move on. Because if you didn't do that, you would have taken on a phenomenon that I call trauma flight. Mm. So in all my years of dealing with, you know, brothers coming in and out of the penitentiaries and the DOC, I've, I've started looking at trauma and the stuff that I did with my psychology degree and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to put these goofy ass white terms on it. I want it to be something that people can relate to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So trauma flight is just that phenomenon where you're 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 compartmentalizing and holding separate aspects of the deepest pain and the deepest things that hold you um, held hostage. Yeah. And what you do is you over shadow it with humor yeah. or you overshadow it with uh, uh, things that can distract you or keep you away from it or even complacent. Materialistic. Materialistic yeah. things, buying things. Yeah, absolutely, mm. Brother Day Day. And so that happens when you don't do what you did, Weez. Yeah. That time that you put in feeling the pain that you needed to feel and let it even taking a break from the podcast. That, yeah. was, that was so good that you did that because it's imperative that we do these things to help ourselves. Otherwise, trauma flight will take you to a whole different, darker place if you don't address it. Dang, that's deep. Man. That's really deep. Even like the videos we did, we all, <clears throat> if you see through our timeline of videos, we talked about 
we made fun, not fun, but we did comedy videos around what was really going on. <clears throat> he had one the F the police. We made up, we pressed up the F the police shirt and saying how people always like F the police. But as soon as we seen a lot of police, he's hiding the shirt, you know, <laughs> with his case, you know, we, we made a timeline and I'm looking back at it like, wow, this is deep. Anything that we sat in that car, we'd get up, sit in the car, come up with a skit idea, but we'd talk about something and instantly just turn it into a joke and make people laugh off of it. But this was real life situations. I'm looking back at it like, dang, we talked about your court case. We did a video about this. Yes, bro. We talked about, you can't, cause it, this is a, it was a, a, a thing he was going into court and I'm like, man, you can't take it serious. I'm like, you gotta take it serious. And he was like smoking in the car and tattoos on his face. And he's like, man, I ain't worried about that, man. I ain't, they ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? I ain't doing that. And then he came out the courtroom like, man, they talking about giving me 10 years. And I'm like, man, I told you, talking about I'm smelling like trees and I ain't taking it serious. But we joking about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, this is deep. At the same time. This ain't no joke, bro. This is real life. And you know what I'm saying? We just making, making light of it. Absolutely. And that's where even me with the jokes, man, I got a lot of pain. You know what I'm saying? I came up from a lot of stuff and it was like a defense mechanism. This was my back. You know what I'm saying? I had the bogus shoes on, so I had to be the most creative with my jokes. Like, you ain't getting me. I'm getting you first. You know what I'm saying? So you had to get into that creative bag. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't like that feeling of, you know what I'm saying, being played. Mm -hmm. And that's deep in trauma, man. And, and, well, Brother Gabe even touched up. Shout out to Brother Gabe, who's doing our engineering today and helping us out. Shout I really out, appreciate him. Uh, you, you know, we were talking before the podcast and he was just saying how it was even tougher being a part of like, you know, certain aspects of comedy because there's so many people coming from a dark place mm -hmm. and like you're there. Like, it doesn't even almost make sense. Like you're there to do comedy, but comedy has to be a parody or make fun of real shit. Yeah. You got to get some base from it. It's got to have an origin of something mm -hmm. real. And you got to think about it. Even what did Kevin Hart do? He did a one that's called laugh, laugh at, my at my pain. pain. Mm, yep. You know, and I mean, he's, and it's hilarious to all of us because we're in some little weird twisted way, identifying with this guy's pain yeah. and laughing at ours too. We almost are literally fucked up as a society. Yeah. When you oh, look yeah. at it, one big massive flag of trauma flight. Man, that's that's deep, man. I mean, trauma's got many different layers, many different layers of of avenues where it affects not just you but the people around you. Yeah, you know? and 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 those those people around you carry certain energies and vibrations, as we talk about, that correlate to how we move, whether yeah. we want to believe it or feel it or not. The people that we are around they affect us. Oh yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, that energy that you have. Yeah, that's what that's, what, that's what holds you guys back from. I don't want to say not necessarily being vulnerable, but yeah, maybe maybe it is straight up that. What holds you back from expressing an ability to 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 be um, vulnerable in a situation where you can actually have a conversation with somebody about the things that you're dealing with? Is it be? I mean, give me some of those those things I, that hold you back personally. I, ahead, I don't please. I don't like being played like, you know, what I'm saying I feel like when I express like if I expose some real deep stuff, like it always comes back and slaps me mm. in the face. People use it against me, you know, like, you know, my ex, you know, I told her a lot of my deep stuff and she's using that against me, putting it oh, out. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, dang, I feel like I don't I want to bottle all this stuff in. Like I'm scared to get exposed, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, about certain stuff. And and even with like, you know, we went to a, a, a retreat and everything. 
I knew that was a big part of my life, like to get out stuff because I don't I bottled that up. What was that? Was that like a, a like a little therapy session? Yeah, or, it was like a therapy or a session. trauma trauma thing. Or? Trauma trauma like it was retreat? like a, like a trauma retreat. Yeah, trauma retreat. Oh, that's what's yeah. up. A few and of us I, got together. Yeah, and, 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 and I said. and I spoke. I I said stuff that I never tell anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I told some of my deep, deepest uh, what's it called? Like deepest secrets. That hurt me. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, to yeah, some yeah. people, they're like, "What? Whatever." But to me, I express these things, and I'm up. I'm barely. I'm shaking, crying, barely can get these out. That's how much it fucking hurt me. That's you know what it. I'm saying? I'm like, "Damn, this is really affecting me." That's real. And still to this day, it still affects me, and I'm still working on how to get over that hump mm-hmm. of, of that trauma. But I'm I'm. I, I got up in front of people and I'm saying this stuff that really affected me as a kid and it affects and, me now. And you take it every day, bro. <clears throat> every you know day. Every day is another day to make some, some change and, and, and to, to add to the successful story of the transition. Yeah. Back. It definitely builds though. Like I'm definitely getting stronger though, as far as like, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm relatable a lot to a lot of people now mm-hmm. because prior to most of my traumatic experiences, I didn't know how I felt. And I didn't know how to relate to certain people. So now, like something as simple as a custody battle that's, you know, so tough. Right. You know, and I expressed something on social media and I got so many hitbacks. But now I'm just engaged with everybody. You need to call me, call me. Because I understand that pain. It's not something to play with, bro. And, and it's hard to it's, correlate it's, with it's, if you don't go through it. If you don't go through it, it's like, oh, you don't know. It's like, it's, I know the homie who who has some problems, man, that was kind of fucked up. But uh, you can't nah. feel homie the homie pain, though, because he not expressing to you how hurt he is. That's all that BS is going on in, in the courtroom or somebody's saying this or that about him that ain't true and trying to, you know, all that. Yeah, that's that's deep. But to answer your question, that that's like just, just being vulnerable. Like, I'm... That's what holds me back. I don't like people to use it against me in the wrong way because it's like I just told you some heartwarming stuff, some real stuff, and you using it against me. Like, wasn't well, that sad though? Up. That that the people that are closest to you can reflect burning arrows of your own mm. deepest pains right back at you, mm-hmm. man. And so it makes you even wonder: Were we even that close in the first place? Was Never. this all mm-hmm. one big jug? Was yeah. this all one big? A bamboozle a game mm-hmm. you know what about you day day how how, how how would you address that uh question i, I think I my, my my the way i would the way i would put it is very similar to weeds to having that exposure being able to fully be vulnerable i don't think i've ever been able to i, I was also a part of that retreat uh trauma retreat and shit like like it was something that was very deep for me that probably ain't really that big of a deal to a lot of people, but to yeah. me it, it caused me a lot of pain and mm-hmm. it made me change the way I move. It makes yep. makes everything differently for me. You know what I mean? So just putting the things out there that can hurt you and then have people use those same things that you've given them. It's wow. like it's like I gave you a gun and you shot me with it. Right. Yeah. It's like damn, bro, that was supposed to be for yeah. everybody else. Yeah. I was supposed to be to protect us from that yeah not you from me you know and we give well we try to 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 give our brothers that that benefit of the doubt yes without even you know guess i'm making them go through a a rigorous course of saying no this person's valuable enough he's gonna he values me enough to not do no bs or play me or blah 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 yeah 
And it's almost like you wanted to put them like hindsight being 2020 when they play you, you almost wanted to go back and be like, I want to put you through the third degree and really see what you about. See yeah. if you really about me. If you really I want to sit you under the spotlight like they do in those movies and just interrogate the shit out of you Man. and figure out why you're so fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. But it's so sad because another phenomenon we, we, we get together on is trauma bonding. <laughs> We all bond through, we all been through some things. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though? Yep. Sometimes, I think that's why people, it, to some degree, enjoy watching certain movies like tragedies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or back in the day when Shakespeare had a, a bunch of plays, right? People would come far and wide just to watch some crazy ass shit. Like two people drink poison and die together because they couldn't be in love with each other. In mm. Romeo and Juliet. Unreal. Unreal. The people came far and wide, and that is to this day, it's still a very well known play. play. Yeah. Why are people so drawn to that? Why do we, because that's, and, and when we're talking about chakras and energy, that's low vibrational. Very low. So, what, what do y'all think is like attributing to that? Because this, this is a lot of dark stuff that we're talking about. Well, I, I think that people having their, their, what do you want to call it? their own mindset on on like us bonding through trauma it's like it's like if a kid don't really have trauma but he wants to act like he's got trauma so he can hang with us and sure you know what yeah. i mean so now he's accepted like oh you've been through some things too bro come on to the table sure because if sure, you felt like sure, sure, if sure. you were your pure self and, and say hey man i haven't been through much but i can i can uh uh you know i feel bad you know for you i, I can feel for you I, i'm praying for you or whatever but then it's like no nah, but you don't get it like a little rich kid that comes and hangs in the hood yeah exactly like, and he you? just want to be on yeah right yep yeah See that's deep. Yeah, that and and it's like I we use like I use that formula because I see what's working. You know, I'm I'm big on social media and me and Wince, we you know we did a lot of realistic, effed up videos mm -hmm. that I knew was gonna cause distraction. I'm like, damn, that's pretty effed up. People love this though. Like we could have you, we could, but and we would sneak gems in there. That's one thing. Shout out to Winston. He was like, man, I want to have purpose too with these videos. So we would I sneak gems in these videos. So we either, even though we joking, like we'll do a PPP, or not a PPP, I'll say a stimulus check. He gets his stimulus check. He hops off the bus with, with 10 bags of, you know, he got some Louis Vuitton shoes, some clothes. He got a bottle of Hennessy. And now he like, bro, I just blew the bag. And I'm like, bro, we just talked about the LLCs. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? So we're, right, we're, right. we're throwing this in there and it's like, you know, it's funny, but it's also a skit. You know what I'm saying? It's like we adding gems, but then it's like, man, we it's tough because I know I got to get people's attention on some prior to building up to this. This is like recently, but prior to that, we would have oh, to right. do right. videos bogus, like me, something just so wrong, like me about to fight him for him owing me for a game. Like I pull up on them and act like I'm about to fight them. But I know like people like this right. type People of, are drawn to that. Drawn to fights and just like shootouts. Like people, the, the the stuff people send me, I'm like, man, send me some gratitude. Have a great day. People send me a shooting at, at, at six in the morning. I wake up to them, someone getting shot, you know what I'm saying? Over Deep, coconut in, in, in Costa Rica. I'm like, man, why are you sending me this in the morning? Like, let and, me get a, like, this is where you at? But I also I also feel to add that to that I also feel that so many people don't live their lives that they focus on the lives that they wish they lived. So like people who watch 
fucking uh what's that old shit uh days of our lives those sure, those, those kind of soap operas man and they're deep and the people that are watching them have been watching them for 15 years mm. and they never end and they never end never and it's end. like <laughs> why are you so locked into this i don't even get it instead of living some real life you're you're sitting here for three four hours dedicated yes bro to someone else's life that you're pretending to be a part of yeah or or, or understand at least or you are just being entertained by it I've seen that stuff so many times too, even growing up as a kid, you see everybody who has, let's just think of a regular job, any regular job, right? And they're so drawn into that because they're actually living vicariously through someone else's drama. Mm -hmm. And we all, to a certain degree, here's where social media is real fucked up. And I'm not hating on people who love social media. Yeah, I get it. We, we all, we all tag in, we all do what we do, but people are living vicariously through other people's images and statements and achievements. And some of these achievements aren't, not some, a lot of these achievements aren't even really authentic and real. They ain't even real, right. (laughs) And it comes from a deeper place. So we're all kind of like trying to mask this, this form of trauma and we seeking these little micro doses of trauma flight because we really don't even want to look at ourselves deeply and say, well, why am I not just going out here and trying to achieve the best me that I can be? Mm-hmm. Why do I got to go and watch you on your social media platform in order to get that? And I know you do social media, we, so yeah. we're not going to stop anybody from watching take, videos. Taking pretty shots. Yeah, delete. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stay on, stay, follow me though, because I'm dropping the gems on there. You know what I'm saying? But what you, <laughs> but what you said was actually even a little bit scary to me. You have to put out a video that addresses or even enhances a form of trauma flight. Yeah. Not not negatively, not maliciously, but you're just entertaining folks. And then you have to sneak education in there. Yeah. Come on, because people, people don't want to hear it. You gotta be strategic. People don't want to hear it. People they don't, don't hear that. They want to see mess. They want to. I'm like, dang, this is the formula that's working. I was literally, I'm like, dang, I've been doing videos for nine years, trying wow. to make y'all laugh on a positive note, just straight jokes. But I'm like, y'all like mess. Y'all like me they arguing do. with my girl and and having to split the check with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they <laughs> like this. Stuff. I'm like, what? That shit is funny though. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I gotta. <laughs> this is working, man. Let me let me just keep going with this. Right. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. And some people can't separate the 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 wheezy you off Instagram and the oh. reality. Like, nigga, that's not it's that's him. But that's not him. That's all the day. It's exactly. scary to the point where they know me and they're asking these are these skits real. I'm like, whoa, this is getting too deep. <laughs> Y'all are really falling for this. These these skits. Did like, you really split the check with your girl, bro? Did, bro, they they really believe in it. Come on, I man. get messages. People no, came no, up no. to him. I was with him. Social times. media is is getting scary. <laughs> People don't know how to. I've seen your skits, bro. I've seen your skits, and I gotta admit, I shout out to you. You do your thing. They're hilarious. It's another layer of, of parody and comedy. But parody and comedy, but but, but people are coming up to you oh, yeah. and asking you if you're the character that you're playing. Yeah, I get I get deep messages. Oh, this I want to read this message off to y'all. It was so, it was so interesting. She was bashing me like you don't even look like the type of dude that can afford a six hundred dollars <laughs> wow. steak. I did a skit with my girl, and now I'm like, it was a long message. Why would she even go with you? You give off creepy vibes, anyways. I don't know. I'm like, what the. <laughs> This is all a skit. Does she understand you're holding the phone or she, the phone is being she, held? I don't. That's what I'm saying. Our, people's brains is, it's a lot of interesting people out here in this up. earth. 
And they make sense of a lot they, of things that, that don't make that's sense. That's why I understand Hollywood so much. I'm like, oh, this is just smoke and mirror. Even with rappers, all even, like, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I've been around some of the top celebrities in the world. These people are unhappy. Oh, all they the way. They feel like they're in the zoo. Like, they, the they, if, you see, if you're with them, they're not happy. I'm like, this is what I this or, is. or they have a lot of coping mechanisms. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this ain't what it what I thought it was. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking celebrity, this is like the, you know, coming from the hood, this is the top. I seen it firsthand. I'm like, no, this was a lie. Yeah. We've been fooled out here. You know what I'm saying? Like See, that reminds me of another phenomenon called trauma bonding recruitment. And that phenomenon is when um it's it I'll sum it up like this. You ever heard those saying misery loves company? company? Yeah. Yes. That's facts. So, so these folks are getting into their headspace of whatever's keeping them held back mm-hmm. and not addressing their traumas, but they're loving going out and grabbing other individuals who are sort of going through the same thing. And yeah. or, or even worse, like I, like a, a miserable person loves hanging with a more miserable person. That's sad. Oh, they doing because like oh, they, they worse than me. They, they just you can't say nothing to me. You worse than me. Hating on people. <laughs> he didn't turn That's around true. and hate on them. <laughs> It's, That's true. Yeah. Have you ever grown up like I? I hate to say it, but even even growing up, some of my some of my aunties, some family members, I just say it like that. We're just sitting there and just talking shit about everybody, everything, everybody, everybody. In the neighborhood. Yeah. And then to drown themselves out, they start drinking, and then they start talking shit about each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stank bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, wait, hold on. Whoa. Y- y'all went from kicking it, yeah, and cooking food. Man. Talking about everybody else, and then y'all immediately went in on each other. One, That's some deep <laughs> trauma. One, one, one trigger. Just you know what I'm saying. That's it. And the thing about it is, like, I'm, I'm the trauma. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm thank, thank God. Like, you know, I got to see more in life, and I got to experience more. But I was right in the mix of the worst trauma of the trauma for sure. And just to see that, you know, what I'm saying it's like you could just see somebody talking. I'm like, dang, this is pure trauma like what are you you know what i'm saying like you could just look at it like what are you talking about or it's like they're possessed yeah like by a like are you serious it, it, it literally looks like it's a demon of some sort that's coming out of them yeah because you know we've had friends that we thought were our friends and mm. then slowly over time they're giving you little signs and symptoms that they really don't feel you like that mm-hmm but they still love you at the same time. It's this love hate. It's, yeah, I, it's so yeah, hard yeah. to understand for me because I'll be, yeah. how, how can you love me and, and be hating on me at the same time? I just Man. don't get it. What is that? And then when we would sit down and we would have dinner, at, at times you can just catch them just staring at you. Kind of like that. Stare. Like, like wanting <laughs> to be you. Stare. No, it's like, a, you catch them like, you, is everything good? No, they had a snap out of like, it. <laughs> it's damn near like the... Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so true, bro. And you're just looking at him like, oh, my God, do you really feel me? Or are you thinking about killing me? Right. Right. Like, what is this Or do you wish you were me? Strange A lot of that. A lot of that. You know, it's like a lot of, man, I wish I was either him or sitting in his position or, or, or something to that dynamic that, like, fuels them. And I feel like people just stop themselves from saying, you know what? I genuinely admire what you do. Yeah. I feel what you do. I know you're busy, but if you had any time, just throw a couple of pointers my way because I'm I'm trying to get me right. Mm -hmm. But nobody wants to be that person. It's too much respect. That's too much humble. Yeah. You know, have you ever heard the old saying, it's too much like right? Oh, no, I haven't. That's the first time. My pops used to say that to me all all the time. He's like, that's too much like right, meaning 
that's that's too right for people to do on their own. Man, like yeah. crazy though. I, but it made so much sense to me. He's like, it does know, make sense. Open the door for somebody. Like, I'm coming up to the door. You, you're about to come through it. Why not just keep it open? That's too much. Like, right? Somebody's just gonna walk past and let it shut right in front of me. Boop. Like, right. Come on. Man. Well, you know, I hate that shit. I hate when I go to come open on. a door for somebody, and they just walk through. Like I was supposed to open it for and them. Don't right. say nothing. I can't like get the a thank you. I'd be damn there like, <laughs> excuse you. <clears throat> Shoot, I'd be wanting to stick my foot out as soon as they walk through there. <laughs> but that's trauma too. Yeah. Right. That's all it. Like you, you, sometimes I wonder what's going on in that person's mind as they're just walking through the door, and they just are feeling so pompous and narcissistic and regal that you don't even realize that a person is taking time out of their life yeah, to sure. honor you. Right. No one thinks on yeah. this level anymore. And, 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 and when it coming back to the whole thing with Winston, I just want to understand, you know, we, we are looking at him and what he went through, but we really aren't understanding his life yeah. and his pain mm. and other brothers like him. Right. I'm, yep. I'm using Winston as the example, but there's many, too many examples so out here. So many here. people out here going through. And that pain, bro, like, like when you, when you were with him and you did these videos did it ever come out or was it always kind of hidden? Did you ever had, have the signs? We would, yeah. I had the signs because he talked about it, but this was like a year ago when he talked about it. And all I was doing is, like I said, like the solutions, like, man, we can just keep it going. Like, don't even worry if this happens. But he was going through it past and he didn't say nothing else after that day. So I knew about it, but he never brought it up. I'm like, is this like really, did it get dropped or anything? He didn't bring it up. So mm. I didn't know. I just recently seen this video, you know what I'm saying? The video, because when we get up, we get up and just knock out skits. It's all fun, energy. We always right. laugh and we always trying to find a a, a laugh. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get like, that. So, but then I was reading, like, I, I watched this story one time and I, I recently, I, I want to actually share it with y'all. Let me share Please do. Take your time. Take your time. Cause, yeah, I was watching his story. I was watching Winston's story and I said something to him. I'm like, hey, man. Like, like why you like, cause, cause how, how we joke is like, why you really venting saying how you feel? Cause everything is a joke with us. Like we literally, but then we get on a serious note about these videos and what we can really do with it. But you know, most of the part is, it's a joke, but he said this, um, I'm going to, I'm going to share everything <clears throat> with y'all. So he said something and I was like, I gave him the eye look and then, and then he start he gave me the, uh, the crying eyes back and then I said nigga nigga saying what's really on his mind he said bro this case is driving me crazy no lol and then I said on a serious note and then he said trying to weasel my way into a miracle dead ass so in the hood dead ass is like man I'm serious right so what I'm saying I'm like bro you got to keep that positive mindset he said not on no crazy shit but I'm like damn they finna try to kill my ass this shit is scary laughing but serious and I said use your brain at the same time and what, what can we do on the legal side? And then he said, uh, these hood movies is fucking my head up. That's the only thing keeping me cool. I said, facts, you're going through a lot right now, and you have to pay attention to that. Not only, and, and sometimes you don't even know you're going through it. It's a subconscious thing. And then he said, exactly. And I said, yeah, I said subconsciously, you got to pay attention to that. He said, hit me, though. I'm turned. You know, you know we men. I think about the kids. This is my main worry. I want to raise them. Let's get to it Monday. And I'm saying, yeah, we're going to do it. We have to map out everything in every scenario. Let's do it. But he, like that. He seemed like he was torn in completely two different places. You're giving him insight 
about how to handle the situation. And then there's a part of him that's answering that with, 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 with the respect of, yeah, yeah, I, I, I really want to address this yeah. and, and handle it. But then there's the part where he said, like he was watching these um, hood movies and getting turned up where it's all, that seems like propaganda. It's like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde happening on the inside because yeah. he's not able to really cope with what's going on. Yeah. That was, that was crazy little text, man. Yeah. And I, and I'm, I look back at it and I'm like, man, I'm like, I, as much as we joke, I always wanted, I wanted to help. Like mm-hmm. I reached out, told him like, I'll help you with legal fees, whatever you need. Right. And this is like, I think after the case, cause I didn't know too much about the legal side, but I think he already took the, not the plea, but they already gave him the time. Yeah. And through the COVID, he just kept pushing it back. Like, oh yeah, I got COVID and just a lot of things that I'm learning after his death, you know, but it was like, he was just, he reached out like that. And I'm like, dang, I need to take that more seriously. But I always got into the car with him and, and, and talked. Like, you know, I wanted to know, like, is everything good? Starting it wow. off like that too. Like, is everything good? Like on a serious side? Cause I yeah. would come and vent to him. And it was like, you got all this stuff going on and you smiling and cracking up. And that's the type of energy he was. He was like, you know, everything is like the present moment. That's what he was always big on. He's like, man, everything is irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? He was just trying to live. The future is 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 irrelevant. The past is irrelevant. It's about right now. Like, you know, we got to live live for the now. You know what I mean? That brother was dealing with so much pain. He was just trying to live <sighs> just, at that particular moment, at that particular time. That's why the videos came with so much so much funny and that, that flair was genuine. Yeah. Because at that moment, he's just living the living. laughter. Living yeah. the joy yeah. because he knew knows when it's over, he's got to go back and deal with this other reality. Man, and that's that's something so tough to deal with. Even four years, I can't even. I four can't years imagine. is a long time. Yeah. And then the fact that you don't have that you didn't do that. It wasn't your gun. It wasn't in your possession. That's it was placed to, on you. That's tough to even process. Bro. And then the fact that the I, like the news, like, and I wasn't even big because I know Winston for real, and I want the world to also know who Come he really now. is. They try to slander his name immediately. Oh, he was a murder suspect. All of this stuff that they retraced wow. all these statements on, but they're not blasting that. How they first off was like, oh, he was a murder suspect, and they killed him. No, he didn't. The witness said he didn't pull a gun out. They said he shot at them first. The witness said no, they shot him first. Oh he didn't God, pull. He man. didn't go for no gun. He was going for his phone. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. He was terrified they all came in unmarked cars so the narrative they try to put out there instantly was all false so he was probably going for his phone just to try to record the situation record record the situation and keep the world at view of what was what was happening yep finally had a platform enough for people to see yeah this is so this is so this is more fucked up on so many levels that our the people in society that we are supposed to trust and run to when things go wrong we now have to resort to grabbing a cell phone yeah. to be able to hold them accountable. Our only right. level of protection. Their badge is supposed to hold them accountable. Right. Their, their oath is supposed to hold them accountable. And we can't have a real interaction with with figures of authority without fearing for a life. I, I literally have no record. I've done nothing wrong, but I still get the anxiety yeah. when a cop rolls up on me. And I've talked to Man. I've talked to some of my white counterparts in business who say, I, I don't I don't really think anything of it. I just I just think that it's gonna be a time where they're gonna pull me over and they're gonna maybe tell me that my taillight is out. I don't really worry about it. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Keep it for real. My taillight could have been out, um, but I could get shot out. For sure. If Scared I just move differently than you. We know too many situations. Bob. Right. 
We know too many situations where someone's lost their life over a tail light. They're like a real. <laughs> it's like a real like ah, bro. Like you riding around. And I'm, I get that anxiety anytime I see oh, him. Man. I'm looking at him four cars. I got my license, registration, nice car, everything. everything. I'm like, I hope they don't get behind me. I'm literally nervous. Like, no and, matter what, anytime legit. I see him, everything's legit. And you're probably just going to get something to eat. And I'm nervous anytime I see the police. I hope they don't get behind me. I hope they ain't looking at me. That's like, really a trauma. That is very a trauma. trauma. That's what we deal with, bro. And, and, and that's something that, like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for especially like when our white counterparts are like, man, I, I feel what you're going through. Don't say that. Don't say it like that. You probably can, you know, understand from the conversation, but you can never feel it. Yeah, you know it's, it's I mean? different. And they have a perspective. They don't really know. Right. And and, and I think the thing that we're, we're actually touching on is there's a, a cultural trauma that's been embedded within us. And it's not the same thing that we can relate to just any other type of trauma. It's almost like we grew up with it. There's an understanding. If you have a, if you have a black mom, she's, she's very protective of her young black man Yeah. because, because you don't know if he's going to go outside and come back home, you know, whether it's a situation with the neighborhood that they live in or just being a different skin color and being at the wrong place at the wrong time, you all of a sudden catch a lot of charges. A lot of the guys that I've dealt with in DOC have told me those exact stories. And and some people, some counterparts say, oh, well, they, of course they'll say that. Everyone says they're they're innocent. Right. No, no, no. There's some really actually are. Legitimately, right. <laughs> a lot actually are. And there's some legitimate evidence, but then it's because the system is designed the way it's designed to kind of keep you cycling and pumping through. I dealt with the situation with the system where they literally at this boardroom table said 60 day vacations. Now let me tell you what that phenomenon's about. It's when a person has been incarcerated um, and they have, they've been on a cycle or they're on a list of recidivism, recidivism meaning going in and out of the system or in and out of jail. They get to get out they get to get a parole officer or a PO and that individual basically allows them out for 60 days, but they already kind of know what's going on with them in their case, in their history, where some point within that 60 days, they're sending them back in. So they literally are talking at this in a professional boardroom where of course I'm using this voice when I'm at that table and, and I'm learning this shit. You need that in front of me yeah, and they're calling it 60 day vacations, very laissez faire, very cavalier about it. And this is people's lives. It's 60 care, days man. of opportunity for them to get out and rehabilitate themselves or get a house. If they don't find a job or a place to stay in 60 days, they're going back in. That's crazy. Violation. It's a straight violation. See, this is man. And this is literally just part of the system. And every single time they come out, there's another payment released. Of course. Because they have to be a part of the infrastructure. So wait, we're incentivizing. Going to jail. Pe people making it easier to trump them to go to jail. Mm. I've seen dudes get violated for kissing their girlfriend outside of the house because they were literally outside of their house that they were on house arrest with. I've seen them literally get violated because of that. 60 day, you can't be a human anymore. 
Right. This Man, would, this is this would add another layer of trauma. So I understand where where Brother Winston was coming from. Because let's keep it one hundred. I'm sure he knows plenty of brothers, unfortunately, yeah. that have been through the system, and that have experienced a very similar phenomenon, just like that. Yeah. And so now he's thinking, oh my God, it's my turn. So forget talking about the future, talking about taking care of my children. Talk about having a life. I now have to prepare for this version of being alive and dead at the same fucking time. Right. Man, it's so hard. A round and round cycle of 60 day vacations. If I'm not as fortunate, because if you don't have money and you don't have the right lawyer. and, And I tell people all the time, you are only. Your lawyer is only as smart or able to help you as as, as intelligent as you are. And what I mean by that is your lawyer can't do shit for you if you don't articulate your defense for them. Then they speak legal ease to a judge. The only time you need a lawyer is when you're going before a judge. If you're you're wasting your money any other time beyond that. Yeah. Because a judge doesn't want to be disrespected by you who did not go to law school, who did not go through all those years and years and years of books and studying. Yeah. To come and talk to me in my court. Right. Because now you think you know the law. Right. A judge isn't even hearing your case. At that point, it's not even about the case. It's about disrespecting his black robe. Yep. Something totally different. And And we won't go into the origins of all that bullshit. But but, but you see what's happening? There's so many layers Layers, of bullshit that people have to go through. And now it's been almost stigmatized or, or, or monetized by a fucking culture. We're using a culture as products yeah selling that bullshit to each other come on now each other man it's so deep out here man just with everything i'm like what i thought was real and and it's it it's not it it's true man And that's like knowledge man we gotta we gotta educate ourselves man early get them books man read man open them books early listen (laughs) learn listen people don't know know what you're know what you're going up against man know know the game that you if you're playing a fucking game know the rules the ins and outs know all of that you can't play a game (sighs) that you haven't heard the rules to have you ever saw somebody try to play basketball who didn't know the rules? This they immediately out of bounds. What you mean? Out of bounds. <laughs> the fuck? Travel. No. There ain't no damn Come travel. On. They immediately know double the dribble. Rules. They immediately do everything wrong because they don't know the rules. So imagine that with your life on the line now. People, this is this is something. At least in the basketball game, you can blow a fucking whistle. With this life thing, that's it. That's that it, whistle man. equals one, dead or jail. One of those wrong moves, man, to put you in jail for the rest of your one bad decision, man. Or what they said in a coffin. A coffin, yeah. Because if you don't understand with. the law and you do something wrong on a on on the wrong traffic stop, you got a paranoid cop that's just like, hey, I, I got the right to pull my weapon. Right. You're a six four black guy, man. I, I didn't know. Right. I didn't know what he had. All of a sudden, it becomes another narrative. We, we as a people got to start looking at things differently Yeah, from a whole different mindset. A lot of it is ego. It's like, man, nigga, I ain't fuck with you. know what I mean? He ain't going to fuck with me. He, he can't fuck with me. He, like, I feel like the ego, in a sense, makes us more susceptible to the bullshit. I think the ego is a defense mechanism, though. I think we're scared as... We're scared shitless. For sure. So we use the ego to try and over 
overcome our fear. It's no different than stepping on a field or stepping on a court. You're nervous. Nobody wants to admit that they're nervous. Right. Yeah. But then after you take that first shot or after you take that first hit on a football field, yeah. you're in the game now. Yeah. Now, now the Eagles, you're, you're done with it. I think in life, people use that ego as a defense mechanism to be, to, to prepare themselves for the worst. Mm. Yeah. Cause they don't know what's coming. Yeah. yeah. But what's even sadder is how come we don't know what the fuck is coming with the people who are supposed to, we're supposed to have revere respect. and have, have respect for. We should know that they're going to properly pull us over and, and, and ask us how we're doing today and figure out what the problem is. It's a fucking traffic stop. It's not even like a true l crime. <laughs> a crime has a victim. Man. You mean somebody else going 65 and 55? That's it? No, oh, come on, man. I'd be like, just get my ticket and get up out of here. Let me get up out of here. And it like, should be that simple. But we're getting to a place in the stage where we're, we, we, the simple is not simple anymore. Like you said earlier, movies are becoming real and life is not necessarily reality. Right. <laughs> Facts. But how do we, how do we, how do we fix it? Because I think right now what we're doing is a step toward it. But I don't see enough brothers taking the time. To, to, to sit down and talk like this or to engage yeah, yeah. in conversations like this or to have a podcast like this. We got to be able to to vocalize in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think we've been vocalizing like niggas way too long. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. We need yeah. to vocalize in a positive way to get to uh, a, a better reality, a better space. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but man, it's, it's something's got to give. Yeah. I mean, us coming together is, is is something that like oh, a lot of former in the in our trauma retreat was a lot of former ex athletes, uh, NBA, NFL, overseas guys, uh, professionals in many different fields, and we were all going through the same shit, going through the yeah. same thing, and it was just like it it, it was it, it was a. If we create more of a safe space for each other, I feel yeah. like it'll be a safer a safer space for each other. Yeah. You know, so true. Yeah, so true. We, we we start using, start killing those emotional bullets, so we don't have to use the real ones. Because yeah. let's let's keep it real. People pull out guns because they're scared. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and then when you, for sure, for sure. And when you know about all of, like the stuff, like just the teaching we learned and and everything, it's like you you have more knowledge and you understand more. Yeah. So instead of this. Feud and you know what it what it is all this testosterone you know we could talk it through mm -hmm. come to that common ground but I, it's it's also so deep for people to even have conversations yeah bro. they like, gotta get through we the, can't yeah. even talk bro how can we fix something if i can't talk to you yeah and everything you you're right all the time and they correlated with oh, no, they throw, you know let's box it out or let's fight or let's shoot it or whatever or they got to get the last word. And as soon as you start to articulate a valid point, then someone wants to go, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. And it gets really ignorant. <laughs> it gets louder. It gets it gets more. Yeah, definitely ignorant. You know, so I, I think this is a first step. You know, we get better. They get better. Yeah. Um, we're going to keep pumping things out to y'all. We're going to keep coming at you with this. You know, real speak today it was about trauma. We're going to keep always talking about that financial yeah. intelligence and bring it to you. Right. Because that's yeah. part of the trauma, too. Yeah. That's actually a major factor in trauma. Come on now. When people yeah. feel like they don't have, they're going to go out there and figure out a way to have. And people yeah. just want to have something. 
in in all them cases, you know what I'm saying? Most of them is like, you know, it's 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 around money. Yeah. Somebody was trying to money. do something to get to the money or yep. do something scrupulous to When I was yeah, like on the hustling side, that's all <laughs> I was thinking about. Like, man, it was just trying to get more money. We wasn't trying to hurt nobody. We were just trying to double up, triple up. What's sad is that they created a way to make money off of the hustle. Yep. <laughs> they made us entire infrastructure mm-hmm. and system that incarcerates based off of a hustle. Dang. They gave it to you. Very small percentage. <clears throat> Don't get it twisted now. Some of them motherfuckers need to be in prison. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. But that's a very small percentage of the population. Small yeah. motherfuckers are here. The rest of them are just a bag, a bag grab that just went the wrong way for them. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, at the end of the day, we're just going to keep trying to help y'all figure it out while we figure it out yeah. too. And with that being said, Mike check, check one, two, one, two. Mike check one, two, one, two. We out. out.